0: This, what this you, fucking to-be-considered list is like fucking uh, with Charlie in that fucking, like, uh, what, what, what's where he's smoking the cigarettes with the pins on the wall and shit. Oh, the Pepe Silvia scene. Pepe, the Pepe yeah. Silvia. It's like... Yeah. like that then, then, then I realized yeah. <laughs> there is no Pepe Silvia. Oh Carol. 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 There's Carol. no Carol. There's no Carol? That's what this list is. It's like he put everything up on fucking board. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's pretty ridiculous. None of these games are coming. None of them. None of them.
1: Final Fantasy 16. We're definitely getting that one. (laughs)
2: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, Episode 283. I'm one of your hosts, Neo Yoshi, sitting here with Felix Ergood. Hey, what's up, Trip Zero TV? How you going? Oh, go? the TV threw me off. Dude. Trip Zero. <laughs> TV. I don't want the
1: TV as part of my name. I only put that there because someone has, someone took Trip Zero. God damn it! What's up, guys? It's Trip Zero yeah you guys yeah, know you that right know. it's like a travel company it's a tra- it's a company that will dude. book your travel with zero carbon emissions which is a great idea but fuck you that's, that's my name dude, dude I've, I've literally
0: yo on your part you know what i mean Yeah, i've literally we did our first quarantine episode like around 250 or 251 or something mm-hmm. like that Shit. we're now at that's we're wild. now at 283 i've only seen you on a tv <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in the flesh. You are wow. Trip Zero TV. I am. You Trip come into your own name. It's, it's true. Official. I hate it. I hate, hate, it. hate it. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of wild,
1: man. I was uh, I was flipping through Instagram, and a friend a friend of mine on Instagram has been like tagging her her stories with the day. Since they locked down where she lives, and today it was like day three hundred and twenty-three, and I'm like, oh my god, it has been—it's been that long, that many days, and I was like, holy shit, dude, this is
2: rude. who knows who knows if we'll ever be in the same room
0: again doing up this podcast.
1: Never. Just the rest of of existence is like this.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, that's the way it goes. What's that movie? Twenty-eight days later, three hundred and twenty-three days later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're in yeah. it. We're Hell in of the a plot. sequel.
1: Oh,
2: anyway, man. Well, if That's you guys didn't know, this is the Emergent Gamer podcast. You can follow us on YouTube, which we just hit 100 subscribers. And thank did. you very much. Keep going, baby. We want more. Follow us on all the podcast feeds you got. And we are on twitch.tv slash immersion underscore gamer every Wednesday, unless we otherwise specify otherwise. Thank you for joining us today, boys. We had a fun snow day this week. We got some massive snow. Yeah, I think it's still snowing, dude. I got to double check, man.
1: But it's, at least this is, morning it was.
0: It's supposed it's like to snow again soon. And it, the good news is about the fact that it's going to be snowing again soon is the fact that it's not getting warmer. So the layer no, of no. snow right. that's well, already the groundhog, out there, the groundhog is just shadow.
2: We got six more weeks of winter coming. So mm-hmm. that is a fact. Science dictates the groundhog. Mm hmm his work. Yeah. It dictates it.
0: Is it um, science or is it mysticism? Not really. It's obviously science. Ver- verdict is not on that one, yeah. So, the verdict, what, have yeah. Got,
2: what have you guys been <laughs> the best play any video games on your snow day, on your, your nice day, you know, inside, not doing anything else? I did. Um, go ahead. You want to go first
0: or uh, trip zero? Oh, sure.
2: Ahead, I'll rip zero. it.
1: I'll rip it. Rip it. Never, uh, never not playing some video games, even when I should be doing other things. Um, well during my snow days let's see what i've been doing uh i've had a couple maintenance games that i've been that i've been hitting up obviously everyone knows i play destiny big surprise what what the Um, fuck is
0: a maintenance game again
1: it's it's like a i call them my service games that i really like playing but but maybe i'm like doing other things primarily and i'm just like chilling you know that's what Uh, i that's at that point it's a maintenance game and destiny right now is a maintenance game it would be regardless of the year you know throw any year into the mix since the game has come out and this would be the maintenance time you know like when the big content dips are there and we're just playing you know along with the motions. I've been doing more Final Fantasy 14 though and that's Mm. been fun got my first character to level 80 which is the current max and uh, I did I got one to 80 and it's it's funny because I've been playing Final Fantasy 14 since before they remade it so uh, it's finally happened in the year 2021 I've finally done it dude (laughs) Um, I'm Until somewhere in the middle of the uh, the Stormblood story, which is not the most recent, but it's the one before the most recent. So I'm just you know, right every day, vibing, chipping away at the world a little bit. Story's well, good. You enjoying it? Is it
2: capturing you?
1: It's here? uh. Eh, to be honest, I liked Heaven's Sword a little bit better. Stormblood is okay. Oh, it's got better God. characters. I know I sword. No,
2: yeah, I didn't jive with you know that that whole story, and I don't even remember half of it. It's probably a yeah. Totally there was probably. a lot of like.
1: Like, remember when Game of Thrones would be really boring? This is like the really, really boring Game of Thrones during Heaven's War. Like, there's a lot of political movements of and political things. Trip. Yeah, and that I mean, I think I uh, lied with it because I was a dragoon, and a dragoon is like central to the story. So I it's like the,
0: It's like the prequel yeah. trilogy, Trip Zero yeah Star, exactly Star Wars.
2: but stormblood gets i think that one gets really interesting you get like a fresh cast of characters that you kind of like roll with and like some old ones get like a personality upgrade and like yeah and i'm not done
1: it and i feel like like story wise the pacing is definitely better the writing overall is better i'm just not personally invested in the things that i had been going through like there was like a we took a, a a hard detour into like this area where uh you eventually get the ability to swim but before yep. you you get that you're like just literally like surface swimming between standalone islands. And there's like these fucking amphibian people that I literally don't give a shit about. And they had something going on. I was like, I don't know what's happening, dude. I don't understand this. I don't want to understand this. I don't care. They're just like fish people. I'm going down to their like little oh. underwater cities, which look like Jar Jar Binks's cities. Speaking of the prequel series, they like, do. A like a little bubbles. Yeah. You f- f- swim under the water into their little bubble cities. And I was like, this is, it's funny. I give a shit, dude. And then, like, there's this kid from the main village who's, like, being a bitch when we want to help him out and, like, save his village from, like, the, the big bad guys. And he's like, there's nothing we can do. They're just gonna kill us anyway. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. So, story-wise, like, it's better, but I'm just not invested, personally.
2: I can't wait to I had a great time playing Shadowbringers. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, Shadowbringers, like, if you think... A Final Fantasy 14 is for, full of like hard left turns of like yeah. whatever is happening. happens mm-hmm. all the time. A Shadowbringers is probably the biggest left turn, but it's really good and really that's, engaging. That's, I, I that's what I hear, yeah. yeah. And this
1: might still come um, together at the end. It's getting better, for sure, now that we've left the, the water area. Um, yeah. Other than that, I've um, been streaming Stardew Valley, and I officially finished my challenge, which was to save the town's community center in the first year. So that went great and very excited for that. And I found the uh, the new island streaming last night. There's a whole new island in Stardew Valley that you have to actually find a way to get to on a boat. And once you get there, there's like, an, like a volcano that's like another dungeon that you can like, you know, fight enemies in and like find resources and, and shit. And I think there's like another plot of land that I might be able to like get a house in and have like an, a second farm on this island. I don't know. I'm figuring things out. I'm not looking anything up, but it's been it's been real exciting to play more Stardew. And then the last thing that I've been hitting on my like like I go to sleep time is Final Fantasy 12 Zodiac Age on the Switch.
2: Oh my god! I am still halfway through that game. I started it like last year or whatever. Yeah, dude. I felt like having
1: uh just like a like a portable in-depth rpg and i forgot that i had bought this when all the final fantasies came out and i played 12 when it released on the ps2 um but i didn't really vibe with it when it came out like i did but i think i didn't really vibe with the systems um i might have just been too young too for a game that needed that much like mental focus because it did like the gambit system of final fantasy 12 is essentially like you're you're writing code you're writing simplified code for your party because mm-hmm. you control one character and the rest of your party acts by itself. So you have to like essentially set up if and statements to control their behavior and do line by line in order Which of hierarchy. The coolest, the coolest it's actually about that really, really cool when you, when you like dive into it, because you have the ability to ge- just define the behavior of every one of your characters down to like the minute detail. And it's incredible. Um, but yeah, when I when it first came out, I was just—I think I was just too young, and I was like, I don't really give a fuck about any of this. And the town's cool. I like the people. Voice acting is great. It was the best looking game on PS2, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but then I just kind of like let it fall by the wayside. Uh, so I'm already way past where I was <laughs> when it came out, and I'm having a blast, man. It's 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 a really really fun game.
2: Whereabouts? Where really
1: I'm enjoying it.
2: Whereabouts are you in it? Do you know? Um, I am. Where am I? I can to- I I, totally forgot what I was doing and I I was playing it I played it last year like I'm definitely halfway through it yeah and I, I don't just, care about the characters like the characters are not as interesting as like other final fantasy games which is uh, kind of a shame
1: yeah I know I mean I'm kind of interested it's it's weird I'm definitely more interested in this plot than I am in like the final fantasy 14 plot if we were to put them side by side I just went through a dungeon where these like mimics were like Chewing on the power lines and absorbing power, and I had to go kill them to like be able to work the doors in this dungeon. It was after I was escaping somewhere. I was in prison. I'm trying to think. Of, are you, are you,
2: t- damn, you might be past me already. Then I still
1: don't remember that. Fairly early, I feel like. Like we we went on this mission, this plot to. Oh, then you. Then I might have already done that. Uh, we met. We met up with Bosh, who everyone thinks killed the king, but it's actually he's got a twin brother. So now we're escaping oh. with Bosh. We busted him out of prison. He's like, oh, I got a twin. I was like, oh, sure, dude, the twin excuse. Um, <laughs> so we're busting him out of, out of prison, and we just officially made it out, and now we're back in the sands. We're going back to the city. Now that we're free again, even though we're trying to keep a low profile, it's it's like any kind of political Final Fantasy where you lose yourself a little bit in the in the minutia, but we're, uh, we're making big strides. Oh, I think we picked up um, Princess Ash, too, who's calling herself a different name, who everyone thinks...
2: Oh, yeah, you're I, early. That is early. Yeah, game yeah, then. So Pretty
1: early on. But there's a lot nice. going on for sure. And I'm just, I'm enjoying having like something with that much substance to sink my teeth into. That's portable, which again is just a testament to the switch and how great of a console that is. But yeah, man, that's, uh, that's, that's my quick recap. A lot of different things. I'm feeling Felix. a
2: lot of different
0: vibes oh. gaming wise. No, that's good. Yeah. Got to spread out, spread out the love. Yeah. Felix, what's up? Oh, I it's really quick. It's not much I mean, I had six fucking days off and you would have thought I gamed a lot, but Yeah. Um I finished Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven despite nice. all of the critics uh, not you, Trip Zero, I'm talking about beyond this podcast. Mm-hmm. Despite all the people saying it's an unplayable game, that's not true. I completed the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I mean it's <laughs> playable. It's I mean yeah, I completed it. It's, it's the a game. playable goddamn game. Um, the, uh, I made one of the five decisions. I only know there's five decisions because I cheated and looked up what the trophies are. Mm-hmm. So there's five different decisions. One of them, all of them. No, sorry. Three of them. Cause I completed one out of five, three of them. You know how, when you finish a game, if it has like a, an ending part, it goes, this is your point. in overturn." Wrap shit up, uh, yes. You know, whatever. Yeah. Then you. Yeah, play they're through very it. clear
1: about that in, in Cyberpunk. You're about to walk in a building, and they're like, "Hey, if you've got shit to do, you so you got be able that to far. To you got team.
0: that far, Trip Zero. Well, I finished the game. I oh, have you, a, I have an ending. You have an ending. I have game. a path okay. that
1: I've chosen. I've been through that whole thing, and then I am back in the game, reloaded. Okay. Um, so so I have something to tell you. Maybe yeah. it's not for the show, but you asked a question when we were last talking about Cyberpunk, just me and you. And I have an answer to a question you had asked. What like, was we can, the we can, you didn't know where I got a jacket. You're like, I've never seen that jacket around.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And, and now that you finish the game, I can, I can tell you where to get the jacket if you'd want. But I know there are some people that haven't finished it. So maybe we don't do this on the air or well, part we'll of the show. We'll talk about that so, later. Yeah.
0: So anyway, so it goes and it tells you a warning. And by the way, I have the only thing I didn't complete was carry uridines storyline like you got his trophy i didn't get that before mm-hmm. i k- finished the game i i got a call from him actually i finished the game and then got a call from him after the game like when i went back into because what it does is it, you go through all those ending things and then it goes right back to that save point when you start decide to start over after the credits right. or whatever and uh then i get a call i'm walking away and i get a call i, I think maybe i um skip time for like 24 hours for whatever reason and then I get this call from Kerry Uridine. Hey, hey, we're going to finish these quests. <laughs> you know, I'm like, basically like, where the fuck were you? Why weren't you calling me? I knew I had known him for a while with uh, some bunch of shit I did. So I'm like trying to figure out, you know, why he suddenly called me. But here's what I observed of the, the four that I didn't get the endings. Three of them you can just get if you just load at that save point. Because the decisions you make can be changed in that whole ending sequence, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I should be able to get those other endings without having to go. The impression I had was some of the choices are earlier on and that you would then have miss them You know, if you had a later save file. There's literally right. only one choice that results in a different ending um, that you'll miss mid-game. And that's it. So I, I think I'm only gonna have to create a new save file to do the one. Um I think the other two I can just complete, or the other three I can just complete just by reloading that save file.
1: Yeah. And is there are there still more more trophies for you to get? If you I have to play it
0: all the way through? I have a total of five No, sorry. I have a total of four hidden trophies, which are all the different endings, and then I think I have a total of nine trophies left. Um, the other ones are just stupid. Just those <laughs> d- like dumb trophies that are like, like one of them that I just completed is like somebody throws a grenade and shoot it with a revolver. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. The little like skill based ones, um, but like the real obscure skill based things. But here's the thing. I tried the first one that I have in those and it's, I think it's just broken because it won't work. And I don't, I, I saw people do it online. I did it exactly like them won't pop for me so Are you i you sure
1: you did exactly like them
0: it's it's the one where you have to take a pistol and shoot three people consecutively in a short amount of time when you're next to them and i did it so many different ways i killed so many people and it will not load i'm so pissed Anyway. Yeah, I don't want to get too so, into the weeds of trying to so, solve that, but yeah, I know we're, game's not, got we're
1: not solving killing, so maybe like there's an environmental thing that's actually killing them, or like maybe it's burn damage that's killing them from your gun. Who like, knows? Some, you know, something like something stupid weirdly specific that might be preventing that from popping. Probably. But, you know, like I said, yeah. I'll have to wait work I, My <laughs> philosophy
0: on it is I'm not gonna do all the other playthroughs now. I'm putting the game right. fucking down and I am going to wait until the internet produces more solutions and then go back and watch the solid way to handle
2: it. Yeah. That works.
0: Um, well, you t- saw that
2: roadmap, you know, those fixes are coming. Sure.
0: Yeah. We'll wait for that. Too. Mark, 2021. one. They'll patch, the fuck out of it. <laughs> it'll be a completely different game. I'll have a good time playing it. Later. Here we have, things. Um,
1: here we have stuff. And here we have updates in 2021.
0: And speaking of like them patching things, I finessed the money glitch the way it's supposed to be done. I don't mean the way it's supposed to be done. The way I was doing it before, it wasn't really a money glitch. It was, there's a broken painting that, like I said, you put into a vending machine, you get the money and then you, you pay, get it back for five, right? Right. Mm-hmm. The, the way that people have, I watched another video that finesses that even further. Mm-hmm. The way that people actually do it, which does break the economy of the game, is you basically click, the well on the xbox it's the left picture in picture button whatever that's fucking called with the button to open the fucking uh vending machine you do them at exactly the same time it glitches the vending machine and then mm-hmm. the items that you already put in it that you sold to the vending machine you can just duplicate endlessly right. by clicking on them so i mm. did this and i got 3000 paintings of this okay. one painting, yeah. once you don't even need three thousand. Three thousand was overkill. Back that so means need, so
1: on your character, your character is somehow carrying three thousand portraits. Yes, these paintings. Yes, three thousand portraits. Uh, what medium? What canvas type? Do you know what? What he's walking around here? I don't even. Are they know. framed or not framed? Framed but, would add a lot of weight to those three thousand portraits. But
0: anyone listening right now, do the math. If you can do it in your head, great. If you can pull out a calculator, do it. I'm on your phone, obviously, not a fucking... Pull action. over and do this. Multiply 3,000 times 4,000, and that's how much potential that's money... That's hard, dude. It's, yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> that is. 12 million. Yeah. That's, that's you
1: how, how much... much you, you multiply the first numbers, and since the rest are zeros, you can just add up the zeros and add them on at the end of the number.
0: Right. It works. So that's potentially how much... That's potentially how much fucking money you, I have, because whenever I walk up in, to a vendor... I can just unload paintings on the vendor <laughs> to get everything in the store. I buy, so you in get, other so words, you got a supply of
1: paintings that you're working off of. Like the yeah. paintings are, are your currency. You've got like yes. bitcoins in your pocket. <laughs> the <of them>. paintings <laughs> like are every, my currency. Painting is like worth three thousand
0: dollars. Now, if they patch this, because this is a known, this is like clearly a glitch of the exploit of their system. Right. My question is on a single player game like this that doesn't really have like a microtransaction like financial tie because the game mm-hmm. doesn't have mic- microtransactions really at all. Right. Are they going to put the effort to like patch that? And if they do, will it just disappear and then I'll still have the paintings or will suddenly the paintings be gone? Well, all of the, the worth and, and value that I got out of this yeah. end up I mean- being a, associated with the character and do i care i don't really I, yeah I think, care.
1: The, I think the ultimate answer is you shouldn't care uh the second answer is um it's there's no way to know how that is going to shake out but i don't think in my personal opinion they're going to care to adjust people's inventories in a single player game
0: right, versus right, like
1: right. some exploit in like something that's always online you know i don't yeah. think they're going to be like oh this man's holding way too many paintings we're going to go in a, a good save file and fucking
0: <laughs> and, and the other question is do they even have the power to do that it's a I mean in m- most cases it's a local save file.
2: Well they, they can patch the exploit like you from doing it again but right, yeah, right, right. set right.
1: item limits maybe. Right. But you can anyway. just go into your item manager and like someone I'm sure someone has a, a, a like a file manager at this Editor. point right? We're just just edit your own files. Yeah.
0: Well and then here's my other thought and this is not you're not going to agree with this but I'm going to put it out there you know how your biggest criticism of the game trip zero is that they made essentially a God simulator or a way of like manipulating the world, like cybernetically by Mm -hmm. adding all these implants and changing and things like that to the point where the game becomes so easy that like, there's no point in even fucking playing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you think that this possibly was just put in the game for that reason? to give people a no. cheat code. No. You don't think it's a cheat code. No, you don't, don't not, think No. Uh, no. This is
1: a, a 1000% unintentional.
0: Okay.
2: This is this is a, just another factor of their not
0: putting out a well-polished game. But do you remember when just, do you uh, remember all thing. the GTA games had specific cheat codes you can put in on purpose? Those were intentional. Right.
2: Okay. Those were like 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 infinite ammo and like all that stuff that, and all the weapons from uh-huh. like GTA 3. Yeah, those were those were intentionally put in the game. Those were like legit key commands that you could enter when playing yeah. to get those things. Yeah, I agree. This 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 I don't think is that. This is like the equivalent of like the Diablo 2 duping glitch that used to exist and then they made closed battle nets so people couldn't exploit that. You played on an always online character, so you could not take advantage of
0: leveling up your modifying your character outside of the game's limits. And Mm -hmm. here's my other thought with the whole thing is going back to. So what I've determined trip zero is even further than what I had determined before. Once you finish literally every quest in the game, there is nothing to earn on at all. There's no way to earn money at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only way that I was able to go and buy new things, buy all of the clothing from these stores, and of course, I did it to the extreme measure of like buying every piece of inventory in this store and this one and this one and this one. I have a question. Yeah, one, one thing. Yeah, why can't you steal in Cyberpunk twenty seventy
1: seven? Right, that's pickpocketing. Of- yeah, why can't I go to a clothing store and course. steal the clothing if I don't have the money to buy the clothing?
2: Another another big thing that I like—I don't like, know—thing that they dropped the ball on is why is there no Gwent like game in this game or a way like like Red Dead has that shit like you can like play poker and gamble. Why uh-huh. isn't any of that stuff in there? So you can like gamble with another great point.
0: Yeah, it's Witcher had that shit. Yeah retrospective never, i didn't mean I didn't need to derail your your no you're your fine retrospectively Another, like, i why should this game have this now that right? i've played all these this game to the maximum you could a 200 hour save file mm-hmm. um i i agree with you this game has a lot of like what the fuck why isn't this shit in such a talked up game like it's fucking it just
1: yeah and i think i think it hits hard because i am sad i wanted more out of it i wanted more out of it uh from a substance point of view i wanted more out of it from a Uh, a tone point of view. Like, I think they missed a lot on the tone. Like, I think they're like, like I get being edgy, but I think some things were just like weird and not very well thought out for the world that we live in today. Uh, I think they're missing out on just like so many systems in the game that could have made people have more fun with it, you know, in terms of like player engagement beyond the main
0: story. But the other, the Mm -hmm. other point I was going to say is I was going to say about the, the end story points. I said, all of them can be changed in that last block of, of story, the point in no return story. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them can be changed. It would be way more interesting if most of those could somehow be changed. It would suck, but if I had to go back and play wholesale files because all of those points could be changed earlier, that would be way way more interesting. There's there's literally only one story thread where you could affect the end of the game in the middle of the game. Every other story thread that you know there's five different endings right the four of those can be completed in that last chunk you can change the ending in the last five fucking minutes of the game right so that shows me there's even less effort put into it because Mm -hmm. they didn't figure out a complexity that allowed for you to make fucking weird mistakes in the middle of the story which my guess is and i have zero experience but you both have experience with this my guess is mass effect does that Am I right?
2: It does. It doesn't. Like you can fuck and something up over
0: between games, right? It carries over between games. And, and, and I think this is topical because they're getting, you could have right? a character.
2: You could have a character die in the first game. And that character for you will be written out of the following game. Like completely their, their storyline that wow. was made for the second game is not in it because your character didn't it did something different and my guess is game.
0: earlier in the in the main story of the first game you there's decisions you could fuck up that changed shit at the end mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's just well and
1: and that's that's a joke to- that's it's incredible and it's incredible to think mm-hmm. that that they were like hey we want you to experience a story so much so that we're gonna block you out of seeing everything to give you a better personal experience. And I think that's really important because I think a lot of gamers today are obsessed with like this need to see and experience everything. I need my mm-hmm. money's worth. I need my value. I've got to be able to do everything on my, on my character or whatever. Like you got you, to start new, say,
2: right.
1: Right? Yeah. It's like, don't you value something that's, that's catering to exactly how you
2: yeah. specifically are playing and interacting with the world. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. the value to me, honestly. Yeah. And anyway. to keep it on CD Projekt Red, even The Witcher Three, being a choice one of those choice-based games, had mid-game choices that did affect what happens throughout the game. Uh, choices right. that you make in side quests, like the Red Baron quest, uh, the Bloody Baron quest, mm-hmm. yeah. and choices you make with your relationships with like Ciri and uh, uh, not Ciri, uh, Yennefer and um, Triss. Triss. Um, those all. those all were affected by choices and decisions that you made in the middle of the game so it's wild to me to think that this game dropped the ball so hard on a lot of things that they're already good at like what happened Mm -hmm. like that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting thing to like look back on and see like because like they had the formula they had everything they knew how to do this they knew how to make an experience that could cater to you and could give you a personalized experience like people have with Geralt in The Witcher 3. Like that was a very personal experience for everyone who played it.
0: And it's crazy, that's not even a character where you can plant your own like personality on it.
2: Yeah, he, he was a very forced, defined character. You're forced
0: yeah. to follow a Geralt. The only thing you could do differently is decide to bang some whores but, more. But here's, which, here's uh, the thing I the I
2: same, same thing kind of is with v. v. V has her set talking points that you pick
0: yeah, for her yeah
2: they are, they're all predefined like those are all like they predefine her or his personality no matter what you're doing in the game like you in you just make you're just picking choice one through three or four or whatever you know what i mean mm-hmm.
0: but and here you know yo, here's the other interesting thing because of that economy problem trip zero i realize yeah. now This is the only open world game I've ever played. The only one. And that includes all the Assassin's Creed games that I've fucking played where it's more beneficial to completely burn the story first, complete the whole fucking thing, because then, then you finish it and then you have all this economy that you can fuck with. Yep. I kind of just finished the story at this point.
2: That's what I
1: did. I got to a point where I was like, I should rip it. I'm just going to power through this and rip it off.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because like, Doing it the way is I did, there, where the stories on the back end, it was just fucking. There was nothing me, to do. There's no economy. There's nothing. Let me ask you before before we move I on. I had to I guess, use the uh,
2: glitch. Go ahead. I, I, we get it. We get it. <laughs> you, you made your point. I'm shutting um, up. I'm shutting up. No, you're fine. Let me ask you before we move on from cyberpunk. Yeah. Let me ask you this: uh, Is it does it m- is it beneficial to take on certain main missions at the same time? Like I got Takamura waiting in the wind. I got. Uh, Judy waiting for me, and I got hmm. Pan Am do- waiting for me. It, is it is it important for me to like do all of Judy's stuff, do all of Pan Am stuff, or can I mix it up, or should I power through individual storylines and then will it all converge? Like it's is, that's, sad that's, to, that's to
0: tell you this, but Pan Am and Judy are just side pieces. <laughs> that's they are not part of the their storylines are not part about, of the main story. Okay, is, is takamura Yes. Takamura is a main uh, Do you want okay. me to spoil a little bit? I'll just spoil. No, I bit. don't. No, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. There are some Spo- characters that are involved in the ending, but you know, like, does I it matter know. if I do their story though? Like, do I need to do their story? I'm going to, but it, it definitely matters. If you do Panem and Judy kind of, all right, I'll do their stuff. Though. I don't know it what would happen the end. if you didn't do their story at all and completed it. I have no idea what the result would be. I don't know. Cause they're hmm. tangentially connected. And I don't know what the game looks like when you do that ending without them. Okay. That's good. Good to know. I don't think you. (laughs) I. 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 I, You you definitely. Takamura is definitely involved. So, but I don't want to spoil it. So, so make. You got to make some decisions with Takamura and figure it out. Yeah. Um, I think. But there's something very missable with him. There's something very missable with Takamura, just so you know.
1: Takamori uh, is your gateway to the primary story, whereas Pan Am and Judy are not. They're, they're, cool. they're supplemental. Yeah. So if that Good helps today. figure things out, yeah.
2: It does. It does affect my decision-making. Same that. with River and
0: same with Carrie uh, Urodine. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else, Felix? That's it. No. I'm
2: done. I have nothing more to say. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Um, I've been playing a few games yeah Uh, let me start with i'm gonna start with the old game that i've been playing i decided to install shadow of war middle earth shadow Uh, of war never played that And play that game wow Um, i saw i know my one of my friends actually he's currently watching on twitch right now what's up how you doing skade um he was playing that a few weeks ago when i watched him play it and i was like this looks like a really cool batman like combat experience where you're it's like a power fantasy right and I wrote this game off initially because of how it butchered Tolkien's lore and bo- butchered his story it just completely takes his his amazingly built constructed world and like mm-hmm. kind, the, the game just kind of like shits all over it and uses it as a way of the sh- middle earth shadow of war Shadow. Dude, they turn shoot Both of them, both of those games. Well, the first one made, yeah, the spider, and they turn her into a sexy lady, and who desires a ring of power. That's that is essentially where I am in the story. That is what that is what she is, and that is in no way, shape, or form how this character is supposed to be in the story. In the what is she nine feet six inches? She is not nine feet six inches, but I'm on board for that. Who was Shelob
0: in Lord of the Rings? Like in the movies? Shelob
2: is this. She's in the movies. Oh, yeah. She's in the movies. She's the. You do remember because she's the spider in Return of the King that Gollum leads Sam and Frodo into a trap. And Frodo gets caught, and then Sam thinks he's dead. And then Sam ends up fighting Shelob and kills kills, uh, Shelob with a sword. Is Shelob talking with a
0: female voice in the movie? no Shelob is just a spider a giant spider that's it how, that's do, they Shelob. Make, how do they make a spider into a sexy human I don't that's <laughs> that's
2: what i'm that's what i'm fucking talking that's that's why it, it makes me so mad they took liberties but in the first one but i didn't think in they take they've been they take liberties this game is just using middle earth setting as its delivery mechanism for its story yeah. And it's using its lore, and it's using elements from the lore and plucking them out and making up its own kind of path for whatever way it wants to tell the story. But that aside, the game has a really cool system, which we all know about called the nemesis system. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's, that's very much like the main thing people talk about when they talk about this game. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very cool system because what it does is it creates dynamic fun and dynamic stories that you experience throughout the game because no one your playthrough is going to be completely different from mine because whatever happens to through these you have orc captains and generals that are are exist in the world and you encounter them they all have unique personalities weaknesses and strengths and ways they talk at you they taunt you every time you get introduced to them and sometimes you'll kill them sometimes they'll flee and they'll either get shunned by their they'll get demoted in the ranks or they'll if they kill you because you're an immortal soul in this game, you have an immortal ability because uh, a elf fucking an elf fucking wraith is inhabiting your body. I don't know why, but it's another one of those things that they're fucking with the lore on. You sound like you're um, really excited. about. I'll tell production. you what it is.
0: I'll tell you what it is. Um, He's the re- original creator of the rings. That's what it is.
2: Right. And that's actually, actually, he is in that's yeah, in the story. I don't, but I don't think he is. Well, one I thing in the, in the books, it's just Sauron. No, I, no, if but you read. Anyway, it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't one matter. One of the that's things I did read that they fucked with,
0: one of the things they did read, and I'll back you up on this, that they fucked with uh-huh. is, is that concept of what happens to an elf doesn't happen in the lore of Middle Earth. Like, right. Elves can't cross yeah. over and become because no, of they go how to Val-
2: they go to Valmore, they go they to a, a special w- live forever. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. It's very much like it's very yeah. inspired by Viking. Like
2: it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter though. Like, like the story is like a, is like a nothing who cares what the story is. The right. cool part is the orcs and they're the things that are driving the enjoyment of the game. On top of that, the gameplay is actually really freaking cool, but to, to finish describing what can happen in this is there's actually a great YouTube video by Mark Brown who actually go, dives into the, the intricacies of the nemesis system, which is like kind of like one of my secondary motivations to playing this. And it goes in like, like a character can run away from you or, or they become your nemesis and they level up every time they kill you. And then they remind you whenever you run into them again of your last encounter with them. Or you'll kill one. He'll Mm -hmm. come back as like the Undying with like a new title. He'll be like Uruk the Undying, and then you'll kill him again and and slice all of his limbs up. He'll come back again as like the Patchwork, like Uruk the Patchwork, and like they they remind you of every encounter you have with these people. And not only that, they get like randomly rolled a personality. So like sometimes they're like they're like bards. Sometimes they're like. Obsessed with poison and fire. Sometimes they're like obsessed with necromancy. Like oh, that's interesting. It's so a that
1: really could be depending cool. Depending on your your play, like like in, entirely. Every yeah. save file gets like their personalities rerolled like that.
2: They're all random. All the orcs are random. Wow, um, it's pretty. Really, like they get, they get attached with random traits and weaknesses and strengths. On top of that, they end up becoming a main part of your story like your personal story because they constantly remind you that they exist or sometimes you'll be fighting another captain and then one of the other fuckers they that will like, fuck with like they'll, they'll like run into the battle and be like ah, i found you i've been looking for you i'm gonna get you this time and like they'll come in and now you're fighting two captains and it's crazy like every time like it's a unique kind of fighting experience on top of that, they give you the Batman-like combat experience with a whole bunch of abilities. So you're you're, screw- you're messing up people with swords. You have the counter button, which is, the, you know, like the Batman trait, and you combo, and it's all about, like, uh, getting that combo. But they give you a whole bunch of cool skills. Um, like, you can uh, tame these, like, beasts on the field that, like, you can ride or fight. You can, you can summon them to fight with you. Um, you can... I haven't had this ability yet, but I know you can, like, actually, like take over the minds of certain orcs and then make them fight alongside you. Or you can uh, like, instead of killing a captain, you can tell them to like infiltrate the ranks of the orcs and then they become like a spy for you. And then like another captain will go, I know you, I know you sent a spy into our ranks. We're going to find him. Like they remind you of all the actions that you take. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. Like that is just a Hmm. fun power fantasy type game. And I'm it's fun.
0: So I played What's um, Shadow of Mortar, and then I played the DLC, and there was a power that wasn't in the main game that was in the DLC, where you could instant appear next to an orc. And maybe it was in the main game. I can't remember. But That you, sounds right. I just remember this power. You can instantly appear next to an orc and kill them, like stab them. You appear yeah, you- next to them with the knife already in them. And you you get i all love these, like wraith power. abilities. Yeah.
2: Yeah, cuz cuz this elf this elf wraith is inhabiting your body, you're essentially like kind of supernatural. So like you can like really quickly scale buildings and yeah, like that's what that one of was That was those a line of described. sight thing. Yeah. You
0: would just look to see what the guy is and then instantly you could peer next cool. to him I with mean, a knife in him. Like I, it was so cool. I don't I don't hate the power fantasy that they're
2: providing with you. I just don't like how they're doing it to Tolkien. But regardless. Yeah, they depower you in the beginning of the game by cuz you're wearing a ring of power. I don't know if it's the one ring, it's probably not the one ring, but you get it Shelob takes it from you and it depowers you essentially. So like you kind of like start over. Um, but regardless, I'm currently playing through that game. I want to move on to the next game if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, um, go for it, yeah. sounds cool though. I, I didn't know
1: the systems worked like that much really in depth cool. for like a unique experience. Com- it's pretty cool.
2: Completely dynamic. Yeah, actually, yeah. if you guys watch Mark Brown's video, he does the Game Maker's Toolkit, one of my favorite YouTube channels. Um, he goes into detail about like game mechanics and other things that make games fun and exciting and interesting. Um, highly recommend his channel. Everyone, everyone should go watch that. Oh, excuse me. Um, the next game I played was a game that came out over the weekend called Medium. This is actually a game oh, we talked about before. Yeah. I've, been, yeah, I've been seeing people play medium. So Medium is essentially a game that uses multiple like two worlds that your character inhabits. Mm-hmm. Your character is is a is a medium, essentially someone who communicates with the dead. And There are huge, it's essentially a puzzle suspense game with a story behind it. There is no combat, there's no fighting or anything like that. You're essentially uh, investigating this supernatural area, this area that is kind of like elevated levels of like, you know, supernatural activity. And the puzzles work by literally splitting the screen like it's a multiplayer game. And you control two versions of yourself. And you solve puzzles by. Doing things in the spirit world that affect the real world. And you kind of like switch focus uh, between both sides at the same time. So you can do out of, you can like leave your body and have your, have like an out of body experience to only control the, the spirit world. And you can only do that for a certain amount of time. And then you can unlock areas and now you can progress. Like it does a lot of mm. that. Um, the game is very pretty, but there are certain facial animations that, aren't great but <laughs> otherwise just i just had to point out because i notice it every time like the, char- the main character talks sometimes her lips the lip sync is off it kind of oh. looks like it was like a ps3 game yeah. model I, I can't explain it but either way the environments are cool because it does take advantage of you're in a derelict hotel room and now you're in this weird twisted silent hill kind of like looking version of it and it's it's cool that you kind of like jump between these two worlds to essentially just Solve puzzles and learn about what's going on in the world, yeah. um, but overall it's pretty good. There's like a there was like a weird stealth section I played through that kind of felt like dated. Um, it wasn't exactly fun or easy to do, and they make you like every time you you fail it, they throw you all the way back to the beginning. So I wasn't enjoying that, but otherwise it's pretty interesting. I would play it for the story if you're if you're gonna play it if you if it does hold you free on Game Pass, free on Game Pass. So you guys oh, is it really play that shit? Yeah, it's on Game
1: Pass. Damn, dude. Yeah. So is Shadow
2: of War, which is how I'm playing that. Yeah, Shadow of War Two is also, and the final game I'm playing uh, is came out yesterday. Uh, it is Destruction All Stars. This was a PS5 exclusive game that is for on free on PlayStation Plus this month. Um, that was one of like the launch titles that they like kind of like showed off. Yeah, um, it's cool. It's I don't know if it's going to have hooks in me because it's mostly a multiplayer game. It is a multiplayer game. Yeah. Um. It's a combination of like twisted metal without the power up, like the car power ups. Overwatch destruction Derby is essentially what that game combines. Yeah. So it has a lot of out of car segments and in car segments. Um. It starts out, you, you pick a character, they have like a special ability and they, they have a special car ability. So, mm. I'll give you. I'll give you a, an example. One character that I played as could turn invisible when he was on foot and run around the map, collect power-ups, and then jump in another car. Um, That's pretty cool. One character can, uh, like instantly dodge uh, vehicles that are crashing into you. Uh, hmm. ma- all right. And maybe I should explain what the object of the game is. So we, uh, I played with um the Lunar Castaway Boys on their mm-hmm. stream last night, and. We play the game mode called Carnado, which is essentially <laughs> <laughs> in the center of the destruction field is a big tornado, and you accumulate points by crashing into other cars and, uh, and of the enemy team and like destroying them, essentially. Yeah. Um, Carnado we- fantastic name just in general. It's a great name. They did a great job with that. Um, One thing that they did, and then once you collect as many points as you can up to 50, you crash your car into the carnado, destroy it, and you bank your points. Kind of like Gambit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then once you do that, oh, hell yeah. Um, And you're running around dodging cars on the field. You can hijack enemy cars. You can, you know, you run around, you go for the next car. Once you build up your special, you can summon your character's special car. Um, and for example, one of the, one of the characters I picked had like chainsaws in front of the car mm-hmm. and you, you could just like, you can like activate them and like run into any into other cars and it would like chew it up. Um, overall it's a pretty okay experience. We had some problems like keeping our party in a match together. That was kind of like an annoying thing that happened. Yeah. Um, launch day server issues as is well. I can, all I can probably blame that on, but, uh, otherwise it did make good use of the, The DualShock Four. I'm sorry, the DualShock Five. Yeah, whatever the Dual the DualSense controller. Yeah. yeah. Um, When your car is heavily damaged. Yeah, when your car is heavily damaged, it like it like resists you. It like it resists you on the accelerator, and it kind of like if your car is like missing a tire or something, like you you feel it kind of struggle to maintain you know like all the way pressure down like you feel that you feel the the car's pain through the trigger right. best way i could ex- the best way i could explain it um yeah other than that it's like a it's like a small game this game i don't think would have had legs otherwise if you had to pay 60 or 70 bucks for it like this is definitely the epitome of like a playstation plus game because all it yeah. is is multiplayer modes. You know what I mean. Some of them have
1: like that energy, and that's a fine thing to have. You know, some games just need that—that that lower cost of entry, multiplayer fun with friends kind of vibe.
2: Put it out there in the world for everyone to play it, and you know you get a Rocket League, right? Like yeah, Rocket exactly. League success was like highly based off of it being that PlayStation Plus release. Same with Fall Guys. Being on yeah. PlayStation yeah. Plus must have elevated the game exponentially. Yeah. So maybe you'll be the same type of success with this game i don't know if it's fun enough for me to keep playing it um but it's a fun if you want if you got like 30 minutes 40 minutes to kill hop in and just like destroy some cars with your friends like that's a definitely a good it's a fun upbeat positive game despite it being about you know destroying cars right but other than that that's those are all the games i've been playing that's uh other cool. than sekiro which I, I i streamed on monday um for the snow day and i started with sekiro and holy freaking shit go watch the replay of that vod if you want to see how aggravating that game is (laughs) i can imagine man straight up on this like i was playing for like an hour and a half against the same boss like literally just beating my head against this guy and it it was painful i couldn't do it couldn't do it um that might just be an off-stream game because i can't i can't i can't see that being entertaining Entertaining to watch, or maybe it is entertaining. Maybe it, you're it depends
1: intimate. on it depends on the the people watching, and it depends on the person broadcasting. You know, like you have got to want to have that be your content for good or for bad, and people want are going to need to like to want to be looking for that. It's it's going to be a very kind of hit or miss thing when you're just you know deciding to to play that for a day. You
2: yeah, know? absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's what i've been playing let's talk about what we're gonna play this year no oh, that's a uh, great the trend. year of our lord 20, yeah. 2021
1: yeah. yeah 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 so we're uh, we're just gonna have a chill conversation chat about uh the stuff that's that's planned to come out you know if we know absolutely uh if we don't know if we have you know time frames if we have dates you know things we're looking forward to all kind of fun stuff
2: i think we're gonna go through a month by month absolutely I uh, work for you guys. Yeah, here? we're just gonna hit on we're gonna hit on things that stand out to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not gonna go through the whole list because there's a lot of games coming out already. Yeah, you guys don't want to hear us reading a
1: list of things that are supposed to come out in 2021. You can find that on the internet. That information's out there. Yeah, but I'm sure it's somewhere big things that we're looking for.
2: If if I may start us off, Should I'll play, bring yeah, up the first please. game. In February, I'm excited about Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury on the Switch. Kevin Oates oh, like, is like, really, really obsessed. I'm also with that. very excited for that. So I never got to experience that on the Wii U, like so many of us did, because no one bought the Wii U except for you guys, Kevin Oates, and me. Kevin Oates, for the Trip. only
1: people that bought a Wii U, we <laughs> bought one Wii U together. So that's exactly how many people bought this thing in the world.
2: Now, the exciting thing about Bowser, the three world, is Bowser's Fury, which is apparently like kind of like an open worldish expansion to to this. Yeah, it's, and that was not part not designed, of the original release of this. It's not. This is new for this game for this mm-hmm. release. Which is wild. And apparently, it's not designed like the original game either, where it's like you pick a level and you move on, right? Like on a board. Right. That's what the other game was, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. They all, this the, one's. The
1: original game is like, um, it's like the world Super in Super Mario. So, like, you have like hubs and you just pop between the hubs and the hubs are levels, you know? But just it's that format just for a 3D game, as opposed to like the fully 3D mainline Mario games. This is back to like. The world, and the original series mm-hmm. kind of vibe, but
2: just in three D. Bowser's Fury is supposed to be like an open world with interconnected hubs that you walk around in. Like it's not like there's like a board where you picking a picking a level and jumping in. You're literally just thrown into it, and you decide what levels you want to play. Like it's more open. It's kind of right. cool. Like I'm, I'm kind of want to check that out. What about you guys? Does anything stand out to you? I got. Or, I got are cards. we talking about February? Picking one February, February. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I see Persona Five Strikers on there. Does that do anything for your trip?
1: Mm, I was thinking about it, and the thing that would have gotten me is the fact that it apparently does continue the story of Persona Five, like in a meaningful way. But yeah, I'm not a-, a fan of that kind of like hacky slashy. So
2: cool,
1: yeah, it just—it's not really, not really my vibe. If I'm being honest about it, uh, in general, there's not a lot that I am looking forward to when it comes to february um the only thing that i'm that's jumping out at me on this list is a game called valheim uh and you know, I, I know, nothing, I about know nothing about this game but i saw uh king gathalion tweet just he just said download this game now and uh i respect his opinion a lot in terms of uh, content and uh, ideas of what makes a video game fun and engaging especially across like persistent world games if you guys don't know he's someone who uh Uh, Has been playing Destiny for years and Borderlands before that, and he's just a big name in the in the streaming uh, streaming game. Um, But he said, "Download this now" with like no other information. So maybe that's a stamp of approval on what this could be. So I have to do more research on that. But Valheim uh, was out as of yesterday, so that's now available and it's on PC. Oh shit! So I'll be popping into the Steam store to check that out.
0: I mean, what about you, Felix? You see anything? I'll look at the price of it. The only game in that entire list that intrigues me at all is Ghost and Goblins Resurrection on the Switch. All right, all right. I, pl- I played a hell of a lot of uh, uh, Ghost and Goblins, sup- uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. So I I played a lot of those. I like mm-hmm. those games. They're really fucking hard, but I've always loved them. So oh yeah. I Didn't don't know if I'm gonna get this. Like if they tell me the price is like over twenty dollars, I'm not even gonna fuck with it.
2: I can see that being a
0: twenty dollars. Because I'll just play Ghost and Goblins. Don't try and upcharge me on Ghost and Goblins, bitch. It's a twenty. It's it's not even a twenty dollar <laughs> game. <laughs> it would. It's like a hundred quarters back in the day, right? No, it would, yeah. That's it. I
2: pumped them in. So, um, uh,
1: fun fact: I just looked up Valheim on Steam. Uh, and the little blurb here is a brutal exploration and survival game for one to ten players set in a procedurally generated purgatory inspired by Viking culture. Battle, build, and conquer your way to a saga worthy of Odin's patronage.
2: Okay. Okay. Screenshots
1: do look very interesting as well.
2: Let's talk about March. There's yeah. a lot in March that I'm actually excited about. Uh, is there anything sound to you guys?
0: Um... Uh, I'll go. I'm
1: waiting. I'm waiting because I think I know what what Felix is going to say. But Disco, I do have one I'm very excited for. for Disco March.
0: Elysium: The Final Cut. I'm getting. Oh, that's the that's your one. Yeah, I'm getting on either PS5 or um, I might. It's not. I guess it's not releasing on the Switch. So it's probably. also on um, Stadia. I
1: would have said uh, the Elder Scrolls Online expansion. Felix. Okay,
0: here's the problem. Remember earlier when you were talking about your um, Final Fantasy XIV? And mm-hmm. how you said the statement I'm halfway no. through the thing that people played before. Right. Okay, I'm like seven DLCs behind with Elder Scrolls Online. Okay. I don't wanna I don't wanna play any new Elder Scrolls Online content. I'm God, so what's cannot- crazy is I'm I'm buying yeah. it to complete the world. To complete the game. Like this kind of shit I already bought. Like I paid for yeah. that DLC already. But I won't play it probably until next year. Yeah, that makes total sense. Like I own
1: totally fucking behind. I own all the expansions for fourteen, but I haven't obviously touched the newest stuff because I I need to get through.
0: Right. That's kind of how I'm realizing that's kind of how it works with MMOs. It's like you get around to it whenever it comes out. You pay the subscription fee. You get the you know you get the games. Yeah. But yeah, look, that looks exciting. The other uh, kind of runner-up is, and this will be me buying this game for the third fucking time. Is I'm definitely going to get Kingdoms of Amalur: Re: Reckoning on the Switch. Mm. I can't buy that game enough. It's so fucking good. <laughs> and it would be that's great funny. to have great it it'll th- be great to have it handheld, you know?
2: Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. You gotta let me know how that how that experience is for you because I might think about dipping into there as well. Oh, that's it, another it, very it, No, game. I went
0: back I went back and rebought it on the Xbox recently. It's installed now. I already talked about it on the show like recently, like a couple months back. Like it's great. Yeah. yeah. It still holds up. I can't believe how good it is. <laughs> Just coming it's to the shocks me yeah. how fucking good it is. So, hmm,
2: um, a few of the ones that I'm excited about are the first one. I would say I'm mildly excited for the Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake. Mm-hmm. If they if they do it right, if the reviews are good, and it sounds like they did it justice, then perhaps I dive into that. I played a lot but of the,
0: Prince of Persia. Yeah,
2: yeah, I played that back. Yeah, I played that. That version was great. Like uh, that that game, um. But the one that stands out to me the most is Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch, which is I've been clamoring for a good modern feeling like world like version Mm -hmm. of Monster Hunter. Um, The demo is available right now on the Switch, and it plays like Monster Hunter World like it is. It is definitely a scaled back version of world that is meant to be portable. So and they, they took it to a new setting, new style. Um all the weapons are in it. Like it looks like the, the game feels like Monster Hunter on the Switch and multiplayer is there, so hey. It's take, so take funny, it man,
1: because like you know, Monster Hunter, if people don't know out there, was a handheld uh series, essentially. It's a handheld franchise. And then it came out with uh, with World for the consoles finally, and now everyone's like, Can we get like a handheld Monster Hunter,
2: please? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what we need out of this out of this series. Well, the problem is the old games are like they have a high, like a really high barrier to entry of understanding and enjoyment. Um, they're a lot sure. more difficult and tedious to play. And I tried the Generations games and they feel nowhere near as good as World. Like World yeah, has a modern feel to it that those games just don't have anymore. Mm. Um, this takes that. And puts it on the switch that takes that world feeling, which I appreciate. And they added cool yeah. mobility, like you got these like little little flies that are essentially like Spider-Man, like shooting webs. Like you can essentially like spider-sling across the world, and it's oh, kind of cool. And you get, a, yeah. you get a, a dog that you can ride, that's like a, a fighting companion with you. So that's yeah, pretty sweet nice. stuff. Um, any other any other thing
1: else? Yeah, I'm actually. F- Excuse me. I'm actually really, really excited. Even though we don't have a specific date for this yet, it is still targeted for March. I'm excited for Kina,
2: Bridge of Spirits. Have you guys seen like trailers or, or, or gameplay for this? I'm gonna get this wrong probably, but is that the like the Indian in focus game? The what focus game? I might be thinking. Uh, it's a game about like Indian culture. No, uh, I'm thinking of the wrong game.
1: No, I don't think so. This one uh, features uh, You're like doing a, the like Italian hands.
0: hand gesture for feeding. Yeah, <laughs> this well, is a, like I'm, I'm gonna...
1: Yeah, now this is a like a like a girl in the forest, and she commands like forest spirits and things like that. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can find a little a little trailer and pop it into our one of our chats here, but it uh it looks very 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 gorgeous and interesting in terms of the gameplay mechanics. With the way you can control uh, these, like these beings in the, forest. I think
0: I'm, I'm thinking JRPG of uh, Raji and Ancient Epic. I'm sorry, you guys. Is it a is it JRPG or is it RPG? No,
1: no. This looks like a like an action, an action based game.
0: Side scroller? No,
1: no. Fully yeah. 3D.
0: Cool.
1: Uh, let me drop this into one of our chats. Actually, I'll put it into Twitch chat so everyone, everyone can take a look at this, including you guys, if you'd like. Um... Yeah, this is the announcement trailer here. I think there have been some other trailers here, but you'll get gameplay in the second half of this. And all of this is in-game. So it's uh, obviously it's next-gen and it's PC as well.
0: Oh, oh so this, this is not cool. a game I could play? Yeah, you have um, PS5. Oh, next-gen. Sorry. Yeah. I misunderstood. Yeah.
1: This is a place in PC exclusive. Really cool. Actually, so this is not on Xbox for some reason, but it's PC and PS4 and PS5. Oh, cool yeah I'm veryish is beautiful. It's beautiful, it's gorgeous. It looks like you're playing a Pixar game
0: oh Damn, yeah. I play this that's dope.
1: Kena bridge of spirits that's gonna be that's gonna be the march pick for me for sure.
0: oh yeah, oh, it looks very, very ex- pretty
2: all right, April no wait, okay, yeah April, not a lot here on this list no,
1: well, yeah um, but but they got some bangers they got some
2: bangers here, dude I don't, bangers. See, I don't see anything I'm interested in. <laughs> So I'll start quickly with Returnal. I know there's some other there. I'm skipping over a lot, but Returnal is the house marquee game. The guys who made like um, shit, they made a lot of really good arcade style games. This is their first uh, trip into like a, like an actual uh, like third person adventure game. Lots of buzz around this game because of house Mark and just their pedigree as a studio. Yeah. Um, But Obviously, I skipped right over new Pokemon Snap. Pokemon is- Snap, dude. Pokemon Snap, dude. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a fucking game. Uh, people have been asking for a new version of this game. I know. Uh,
1: really have. Besides uh, Snap, though, which, I mean, Pokemon Snap is it is what it is. If you know what it is, uh, then you're excited. If you enjoyed it, if you don't know what it is, it's a game where you take pictures of Pokemon, usually on rails in some kind of machine that carries you around the world. And that's it. But it's a lot of fun. Um, it is a lot of amazing on the switch um what i'm excited for however uh is outriders because outriders Mm. looks to be like another shooty uh loot based persistent world game and i'm a sucker for one of those to see if someone can get it right (laughs) and this is uh this is square enix doing this and it looks like they ripped off the hunter design from destiny because one of the characters has a cloak so I'm usually in. If you got a good cloak on a character, I'm in. So, Didn't they we'll have, have a, not a
0: lot of luck with the most recent one they did, though, the Marvel game? Like, wasn't it garbage?
1: Uh, that must what it, yeah, I've not played the Marvel...
0: Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. The one that you Diamond Jabs into. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but th- prior to that, did they do successful service-type games like that?
1: And I think that's the first like time they're dipping into this kind of stuff. Other than Marvel. So, yeah. like...
0: I don't know if that's a good sign. <laughs> so I don't know who
1: developed the Marvel game. Do they have their own game studios like Marvel yeah, Game Studio?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
2: probably uh, they're probably
0: know. different development no, studios. It was,
2: it was the the Marvel game was done by the Tomb Raider studio. Oh, was it the studio yeah. who made the, the new oh. Tomb Raider games? Did this? Yeah, right. You're right. Okay. You're right. Yeah, I don't why, know Which is why they didn't make the third Tomb Raider game because they were oh, right, making
0: right. Avengers. Well, they should have been making yeah. it. Yeah, I don't remember.
2: The
1: studio or something. Yeah, the developers for Outriders is a, a developer named People Can Fly, and I've never heard of People Can Fly. Okay, but let me look up their games here. I, you,
0: I mean, it doesn't even matter that that right there is a testament that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both just published by Square, so yeah, I mean, Square published. is definitely like trying to get into the persistent world looter shooter game. Probably a little bit late, I would say, on like the trend. If you're hopping on on trends, um, mm-hmm. but if they can do it right no one's come out of the gate with it right and i don't really think Riders is going to do it either but
2: um right yeah it'll be interesting to see. oh they did they did work on gears of war bullet storm uh painkiller those are people that's people can fly
1: yeah so that should be uh oh, at least be they were,
2: they, were, they were a development studio like a like a like a satellite studio for Epic games back when Gears of War was their game. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm.
1: That's it why I saw awesome. Fortnite on their uh, website. And I'm like, you guys didn't do Fortnite, but now I understand. Yeah, a satellite studio.
2: Yeah. Um, the other game in April near replicant version 1.224744. 4, 4, anyway, that's what it's, that's the title of it. But near Automata was one of my favorite games. Uh, yeah. When, whenever that came out, and this is like redoing the first game to make it feel better. Looks really cool. I will, pl- I will go back and play that game for Near Automata. Oh, um, yes. May. Another packed month. S- super packed. And let's just talk about it. Let's just get this. Let's just rip this bandaid off. Let's talk about Resident Evil Village. All right. Let's talk rip about it. the tall lady. Let's talk about Lady Damascus. And how that's, the one I, that's
0: the only one I'm interested. You're, you're tell- you want me to tell you one game. That's the one. Yes. From that month.
2: That's the game. Have you watched the trailer footage for it? Like, yeah. Have you seen like, man, people are horny over these girls. They're horny over them. They're they can't get enough of them. Everyone's vampires. been in
1: lockdown for too long and you got some gigantic, nearly 10-foot woman with giant breasts all over your
0: television screen. It's, it's like a mountain to of watch. tits. You gotta need a yeah. grappling hook to I fucking water- climb up that. <laughs> People want her to
2: kill you. Like they, they, they want her to. They want to be killed by her, and they're like, "Yes, please do it." Just end. It that, I mean that,
0: that has gone on forever with vampire like lore, like the sexy vampire lady seducing. Yeah, me. it's very
2: much
1: into the, the vampire like mythology.
0: Remember the, uh, the the scene in um, Bram Stoker's Dracula with Keanu Reeves is getting sucked dry by like three hot vampire chicks. <laughs> it was amazing. that's the dream man that's That's the dream we're living Um, for
2: it forgot to mention I played that demo that they released Um, it's a a showcase of like the visuals on next gen it looks beautiful Um, you have to solve like two puzzles and then it ends and the lady Demescu or whatever her name is Mm -hmm. she shows up and like just takes you out and you're just like you're like yes thank you you did it (laughs) anyway it's cool. It's a, it looks cool and I'm definitely interested in the Resident Evil Village game. Yeah.
1: Um, Mass K- Effect Legendary Edition also is coming out. Dude. You did you I I know Felix has it, but did you play those games? Tripp? I played um, I played a vast majority of the first one. I don't think I finished it. I mean, I know for a fact I didn't finish it. I'm not sure how far I went into the game. I feel like I am getting ready for the final act in my in my original save. But this is when they came out for the PS3 in one collection. And that's the first time I played right. um Mass Effect. I loved it. I loved like the role-playing element. And they really I mean obviously it's it's um Oh, it's the, you know, a God can't think of the studio, the dragon age studio. It's, uh, Bioware. It. Bioware. Thank you. So I don't sound a goddamn idiot. Of course it's Bioware. And, uh, yeah. and that's what they do. They do like the role play. Um, and it just, they felt incredible and they just released a trailer recently, uh, for the official release date. And it looks, it looks gorgeous. And I'm real excited They like, even they read, they didn't say it was a remake, but they have redone things like the health bars and your little, like your HUD. And I'm just, I'm excited to see how that all is going to play on, on next gen.
2: They they apparently fixed things like um the elevator rides are too long so like the loading the loading time they can you can skip those like oh nice they facelifted the entire game essentially they had to like they pulled o- old code and rewrote a lot of it just to like feel like they fixed like the vehicle sections they fixed the combat of the first game wow um, yeah all of that, a all that lot has lot been of that. like yeah. yeah um I only played two and I beat the whole I beat it. Fucking loved every second of it, but I'd never played three. I never played one. Yeah, um, this may be the time to to hop in. I think it is. Yeah. What do you guys think of uh, um, Death Loop? Does that say anything new
0: from the nope. studio who did? It, um,
1: yeah, well, yeah. I well, was very excited for this when
0: they dropped the trailer. That's competitive multiplayer, though, isn't it? It's not.
2: Oh, what is it? It's the guys who did the uh, shit. What's that game? They did arcane studios. They felt like, yeah. D- Dishonored. Dishonored. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and it's Dishonored that studio. Too. They take a lot of the mechanics that are from that game and like kind of inject it into this, like hunter be hunted type, like cat and mouse, oh, like s- uh, style game. It's, it's mm-hmm. single player. It's not multiplayer. I don't think it's multiplayer. No. Um, but it looks cool, and if you like what they did with Dishonor, then you might like this game. It looks and I always cute. like
1: the idea of a good like, like time loop mechanic.
0: Yes. Why did so I not get the impression from that? The, I got the impression from the trailer that that was a multiplayer game. I don't...
1: I mean, well, you know maybe, what? Maybe. I got, I got like at least three computers around me, so I'm going to use one of I, these. I got
0: like four. <laughs> Rewatch you know, this. I could fucking look it up, too. I'm going to have a fucking phone my watch. Probably could look it up on that um, somehow. <laughs> other than that game, Bioshock yeah, does not Naomi
1: have um, oh, multiplayer vibes. To me, Felix,
0: it does not have multiplayer.
1: Does not. It yeah. looks just like a.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it wouldn't be their MO. They didn't make Dishonored, was not fucking multiplayer. That's why I was confused. No. Okay. there
2: there is a PvP element in the game. In Deathloop, you have the option to jump into another player's game as no, Juliana. Let's fucking evolve. Take them out. Let's just evolve.
1: Remember that it's, game, Evolve?
2: It's well, Dark Souls was
1: asymmetrical. It's but like Dark Souls multiplayer. the weeds.
0: It's like you invade someone else's game and hunt them as they're playing. That's what Evolve was. It was six people and then. One person is the creature, and he could come in. And that's kill not. Him. That's not the same thing. It isn't.
1: Yeah, and no, in evolved, you you were playing evolved this game a like, multiplayer like, match for that yeah. specific purpose, where you would either be on the team side or you'd be the one oh. monster side, and that's would be an an asymmetrical multiplayer. Oh, oh, yeah, game. Okay, one I see. I see what you're power, saying. They're playing the person
0: as a team.
2: They're playing like a long a single, single
0: player timeline. Uh, yeah. yeah, I get it. And
2: then someone, and then an assassin, a player invades your world as you're playing to hunt you and you fight back. Yeah, just, just like a little like,
1: extra, just a little extra yeah. bullshit, you know? It's like that watchdogs. Definitely, Definitely the thing you would absolutely hate, Felix. Some extra fucking clown
2: coming into your game and just fucking with you. You guys should look up Bio Mutant. That also comes out in May. This game looks awesome. You play as like this little like mutant rat, cute rat thing. And it's like all about, I don't know. It's like, it's like a combat game with this, with this little creature. Yeah. I don't know what he's, he's not a rat, but it looks really cool. Um, that is a THQ Nordic joint. Um, and it's like an open world game and you're a, you're a little,
0: I don't know what this is like a squirrel. I don't know what this is. It's It's kind of a a tiny mammal. I mean, I I only buy, I only buy one game a month. So, may is gonna have to be Resident Evil Eight, but like um, game pass save us the other one I, I need to see more of Hood outlaws and Legends because there's something mm-hmm. something intriguing about that, like I liked the trailer that I watched, but it was a game it was a game, not a gameplay trailer, it was a game cinematic trailer, and it wasn't enough for me, like I don't know if the game's gonna suck or not, I and mean, you know cinematics tell you nothing they don't just fucking be complete dookie chance Um, take them is a chance i don't i I will not chance it on a goddamn cinematic anymore i'll chance it on gameplay footage that's about it
2: i would also use reviews reviews can give you an idea of what to expect as well that is true
1: um in june Um, yeah i was gonna say personally looking ahead um there's not that's locked down for June and I'm not excited for any game coming up until October
2: mm, yeah back back for blood is the only thing I see in June which is the left for dead guys trying to make another left for dead game yeah but I think that lightning in a bottle may be out you know what I mean might have been I've heard
1: really good things about um, back for blood uh, back for blood yeah from people that they were playing the uh, comes out on my birthday and stuff
0: So how about that and there, there's the uh, Elder Scrolls launching another... Tu- the original Elder Scrolls Online launched in June. June is like the time when they like to launch their big DLCs.
1: Interesting. Final Fantasy XIV does it in like July, I think, or late yeah. June. It's like a similar time
0: frame. Mm. Maybe they um, like to do it at the beginning of summer because they think people are going to have time off to play more or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, could be. Get the
2: kids out of school. Yeah, Maybe. Like later in the year, we got Do- Ghostwire Tokyo. So yeah, that's I was
1: gonna say. That was my October excitement. Ghostwire Tokyo looks yeah, same incredible. Here. Same here.
2: Yeah, I hope. Uh, yeah, I hope that game comes together. Um, I
0: still don't know much. We don't. We don't really know much about it other than those trailers.
1: Yeah.
0: It's funny. We also don't know a lot about those later months. But I guess a lot can change over summer. Absolutely. Yeah. It's what happens is like E three. Well, in the past, before
2: whatever this past two years have been uh e3 is usually where they set up the holiday seasons you know what i mean they set up all that all those releases but so who knows what what we see the second half of the right uh, what what is Zenba was that was that indian game i was thinking of by the way there's a picture of it on this page we're looking at on games what does
0: tbc mean as a my mind is to be continued to be concluded? (laughs) concluded to be conceded uh, who knows?
2: Yeah. Um, and then of course we got Halo Infinite, which is supposed to come out to be considered, to be considered, to be considered. Oh man, there are there are so many games on this like who knows when it's coming out list. But like, keep in mind, guys, we got like God of War Two, Horizon Zero Dawn Two, or whatever they're calling it. Um, those are on the dock for some at some point.
1: November um, does look interesting. It's more like a like a like a novel, like a narrative novel mm-hmm. kind of thing with like cooking mechanics. Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah I didn't that's, know what I didn't know. that's the game I was thinking of. Yeah. All right, Willie Morgan and the Curse of Bone Town sounds like a porno. That does. That <laughs> sounds like something up your alley, one thousand percent. Will, Willie Morgan and the Curse of Bone Town. Come on down to my Bone Town.
1: That sounds like a stream show
0: you'd have. Feel like we're Bone Town. Come on down to Bone Town, ladies. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you. Fuck, man. And right below it is Le- Le- Leisure Suit Larry: Wet Dreams, Dry Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Oh
1: man, that's Leisure curious. Leisure Leisure Suit. I can't wow, say it either. I can't, really they know, they know, Leisure they know Suit Larry, Leisure Larry is, suit. is like just that kind of uh that kind of franchise, though.
0: Let's see. Well, doing Dying Light the... Two is on this. List. What What did you say? To be,
2: to be Dying Light Two.
1: Yeah, so I don't think uh, I can make that game feel like that's years. not coming out 2021. A lot of games on like when, you, when we get down to like the uh, the speculative part of these lists. I think there's some games on here that like are just not actually going to be out in 2021. Like, I agree. Like, hold on. Let me just do a little search here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold please.
2: Like we got
1: Beyond evil Evil 2 is just is on this list. Like right. Destiny 3 is on this list. Like, come on. Come on, oh, destiny yeah, really. three is not ever happening. It doesn't need to exist anymore, like it's true. Final seven remake part two, yes, we're one thousand percent getting that in Christmas of this year holiday so? 2021. twenty one no no God no, you
2: got me excited <laughs> I really wanna play with you.
1: of course, what I wanted to, yeah, a thousand percent, but there's no fucking way. We're gonna be waiting uh conservatively four more years for that eh, no. Two, so, two and a half I more think, years from this point.
0: We were definitely Just getting from, we're definitely getting Far Cry 6 two and a half right? more years. You think we're getting yeah, Far, Far
1: Cry 6? Definitely. Well, hold on. I'm going to actually uh, I want to I want to mark
2: down this Hang on right now. Final Fantasy 7 remake, they said when this came out, their pipeline was already Well established at the point they can they can actually get through making these games like they they know what they're doing when it comes to Final Fantasy VII. So like you'll you'll see a shorter time frame between games.
1: Yeah, and shorter time frame. Remember, it could be 13 years versus 15 years.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. There were some Square games we're talking about. Uh, You think we're getting Gotham Knights this year? Two and a half from now. Probably. I I would say that game looks pretty pretty in there yeah gotham knights i really want to see i really yeah, want to play that yeah it looks pretty good i am I'm, I'm into it uh what else do we got um oh, this list is just endless it just um, goes on, and on. look at all this these, multi-billion these, dollars these games just must have been announced at some point and they just stuck it on this list mm-hmm. and they were just like yeah maybe 2021 It's possible but either way, the best is yet to come, you guys. Dude, this this you, fucking
0: you... to-be-considered list is like fucking uh, with Charlie in that fucking, like, uh, what, what what's, where he's smoking the cigarettes with the pins on the wall and shit. Oh, the Pepe Silvia scene. Pepe, the Pepe yeah. Silvia. It's like, yeah. he's Pepe like Silvia. Then, then, I, then I realized yeah. <laughs> there is no Pepe Silvia. Hello, oh, like, Carol, 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 Carol. There's no Carol. That's what this <laughs> list is. It's like he put everything off on the fucking yeah, board. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's pretty n- ridiculous. None of these games are coming. None of them. None yeah, of
1: them. Final Fantasy 16. We're definitely getting
0: that one. Oh shit. That might be worth.
1: Oh, we're wait. not getting that one. That's Again, fucking on game, there.
0: Final Fantasy 16.
1: To be fair, this list does not have uh, a 2021 release here. It's at the very, very bottom.
0: I didn't even see that.
1: Yeah, they actually right. really separated out. They're like they're like games we think are in twenty twenty one. Then they're like games we think are in twenty twenty two. And then they're like twenty twenty three, where they have pragmata. I have no idea what that is. And then under that, they're just like you know TBC again. Have we uh figured out what TBC means?
0: T- to no. be considered is what I'm fucking like thinking. It's Not to be considered.
2: That's, that's, t-, that t sounds. To be- what about that? Is that Suicide Squad game doing anything for you? Oh, to be
0: confirmed. Is oh, to be confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yes, there we
1: go. That's stu- that's stupid. I think everyone can get behind TBD. Why do we need TBC?
2: Hmm. Well, guys, I think that's a great, great talk of things to come. I would agree. Hmm. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you for joining us on this podcast experience. We call the Emerging Gamer. Uh, I've been Neo Yoshi. You can follow me at twitch.tv slash Yoshi for w- games I'm just gonna pop on live when and you'll least expect it. Uh twitter.com slash new Yoshi to get my hot takes there. Uh trip
1: uh thanks as well guys for listening to the show tonight i am trip zero you can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash trip zero tv all of my socials are also trip zero tv so i'm very easy to find uh we've been playing stardew valley on stream just finished our challenge run of uh the community center in year one so now we're on to year two and uh all of the new things in update 1.5 so the farming fun is going on on the stream um stuff in the future uh kena we just talked about that's going to be in march so we're definitely going to be hitting kena on stream uh destiny 2's new season starts next week on tuesday i don't know if we're gonna be coming back to that for primary content um, but we'll see you know if the season is fun if there's fun things to do with friends of course we're going to be hopping in and flexing our, our shooty muscles but yeah stay tuned
0: and then Felix, Felix. oh hey guys Felix Ergood oh. here yeah <laughs> uh, I, uh, Felix Ergood at Felix Ergood on Twitter you see it right below me on, on the fucking screen um, not I, if they're listening my life is not, no not that is very true at Felix Hergood, um on on Twitch as well. Uh I have plans at some point in twenty twenty one to come back to streaming. My job took away my mornings, and therefore I don't get a chance to do any morning streams, and that's what I love doing. And late night streams I fall motherfucking to sleep. So like I don't know when I'm coming back until my job schedule adjusts. And that's why everything's fucked. That's why everything's fucked right now. Um, but right now I've gone back to playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey to finally complete it. I'm over 400 hours into a file. It's nuts. Godspeed. Ooh. So, well, go. thank you for joining us.
2: Thanks
1: a lot. Well, thanks everyone. We'll we'll see you, next Catch you Later. Later.
0: Unit 731 was the mm-hmm. unit, but the Japanese unit in World War II that did all the crazy, nutso human experiments, like mm-hmm. on Chinese people. Oh, got you. Okay, and and prisoners of war. Like that's where they would freeze people in blocks of ice and see what would happen. And like, Jesus, really? Oh yeah, dude, just look it up. Unit 731 was fucking psychotic. Like, well, now. Um, we're gonna- but w- no wonder this game is created by the japanese who knew full, who know full well that their people did this to other people like it's not surprising
2: uh was That's also wild. short for the manchu detachment 731 yeah also known as kamo detachment ishi unit yeah it sucks uh, that i you know
0: stuff like this
2: but. A covert biological and <laughs> chemical warfare research and development unit of the Imperial Japanese Army that undertook lethal human experimentation during the second Sino-Japanese World War II. Uh, Japanese yeah, you think, you think the Nazis,
0: Nazis got creative. Those motherfuckers
2: got creative. They <laughs> ceased operations in 1945. Right they had to is what is what they're yeah i feel like there was there was a there was a
1: global shift around that time period that may have played into that decision i don't know what exactly but i feel like that year would have been a good year to stop that could have been
0: anything that would have been that would have been a year that they uh, shut down all operations